0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Gregor Chisholm, who covers the Blue Jays for MLB.com. Gregor, it's photo day out here on Thursday this week. Uh, let's talk about Troy Tulowitzki first. You said a few days ago that he was not doing anything in the field, and that's changed a little bit. I did see him take some swings today. He looked pretty good. But opening day is still questionable, right?
1: Yeah, it is to a certain extent. You know, I I think that he's going to be on track as long as there's no setbacks. Um, But as we've seen with Tulowitzki in the past, he's he's been known to to suffer setbacks. And so, uh, you know, the course for him right now is to take things easy in terms of the fielding drills. But uh, there's no problems in the batter's box. Uh, He's going to take BP every day. Uh, he started off by just a, a coach kind of tossing him balls from side to side in ter- terms of feeling drills. That's going to slowly progress over the next couple of weeks, and he is eventually going to go start going full speed into those feeling drills. He wouldn't commit to opening day. He, he thinks he's going to be ready, but uh, he's kind of tired of putting timetables constantly as a guy who's hit the disabled list a few times now over the last couple of years. Uh, but he, he should. all signs point to him being should, he should be ready to go, but we'll see
0: okay and devin travis too he's also a guy that's on everyone's radar as far as health goes but you say that he is on track or even ahead of where he should be right yeah he's
1: been one of the more positive uh early kind of spring developments for the blue jays and he only started running about a week and a half before spring training and so when a guy's just kind of moving into that routine that quickly before spring you don't expect him to be a full participant early on in camp but so far, that's what he's been. Uh, you know, unlike Tulowitzki, he's been going through those fielding drills with, without any problems at all. He's been he's been going through full intensity. Uh, same with batting practice. I think he'll have a little bit of a delayed start in terms of spring games. I wouldn't expect to see him out there in the first couple of games, but I don't think it's going to be very long before you see him there as well. So uh, this is the most optimistic I've seen him uh, in a pretty long time. I mean, this is a guy who's, who's been dealing with injuries for now for the last three years as well, uh, but he he seems to be like a guy who should be ready for opening day too
0: so super optimistic and something else that blue jays fans can look forward to is the outfield they revamped new look outfield kevin pilar is getting randall gritchick and curtis granderson on each side of him uh randall Gritchik coming from the cardinals and grandy from the mets 15 year veteran out there and what's cool is pilar said that he called them right after they signed and he said I want to get to know you not just as a ball player, but as a person, which I really like that. You know, he, you're going to be meshing with those guys and, and playing full force in the outfield. You got to know who they are as a person, too. What are you looking forward to, and why do you think this outfield is such a threat now?
1: Well, I mean, this is a team that's coming off scoring the fewest runs in the American League. There's no doubt that they need to have a better offensive output this year in order to have any chance at contending. And last year, the outfield was a major area of concern, both defensively and offensively. I think there's no question defensively they've upgraded Uh, with Gritchick in right field over Batista. There's a lot more range there. Um, Having a guy like Granderson getting the bulk of the playing time in left field instead of it going to uh, Steve Pierce, who's kind of known more for for his work at first base and kind of moving. All over, as, as opposed to your prototypical left fielder. So defensively, there's no question they've improved. I think you're going to see a little bit more power, especially with Gritchuk. He's a guy, uh, you know, a lot of people have have looked to as, as someone who has the potential to hit, you know, more than 30 home runs. You know, the strikeouts are going to be a concern for him, as well as Granderson. So that that's going to be the question: is that the pops there? Is there going to be enough on-base percentage? Is there going to be enough base hits uh, coming from that outfield to kind of help set the table for the heart of the lineup? I mean, this is kind of unique in the sense that the Jays don't have any of those outfielders. In the heart of the lineup, and you, they're kind of in the second half. So they don't need to carry this offensive load, they just need to be, um, you know contributing pieces to, to, to Josh Donaldson, to Justin Smoke, to Devin Travis, to guys like
0: that. Okay, let's switch gears to the starting rotation. Every guy who came through photo day today was raving about the starting rotation, and you've talked about and wrote about how Aaron Sanchez is the key piece and that blister uh, that's been brought up and exhausted. People are, Everyone is exhausted about talking about that, especially him, but pitching coach Pete Walker called him outstanding so far in spring, and when I talked to Aaron Sanchez today, he said, no worries, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to rock. What does that mean and what have you heard about his status.
1: Yeah, I mean, if the Jays are going to have any chance of contending this year, they need Aaron Sanchez to take the ball every five days. They need him to get at least 170, 180 innings for, in order for this team to have a chance. And I mean, you look at this rotation two years ago, they were the best in the American League. Uh, four of those guys are still around. Uh, you expect Sanchez, if healthy, to potentially be even better. We've seen uh, you know, a lot of improvement from, from Marcus Stroman. And then the other two guys, Jay hap and, and, and Marco Estrada. Estrada's a bounce-back candidate. He's coming off a down year, but Jay Essentially, we know exactly what he's going to provide at this point in time. And so the potential is there to to have a league leading uh, rotation. But Sanchez is the guy who holds all the keys to that. You know, if you're a Blue Jays fan, you know, you're obviously worried about the blister. But the one thing that you can be positive about is this is not a guy coming off a major arm injury. There's there's no question about the stuff. The stuff continues to be there. It never left the velocity, the movement. Uh, you know, expect only those things to even get better, if anything. I mean, he, he's really entering the prime of his career. It's just, it's just that nagging fin- finger injury, and there's nothing you can do with blisters if they pop up. Uh, you have to give it rest. You have to allow it to treatment. That resulted in a lost season last year. We've seen some pitchers who struggle to to deal with that throughout their career. We've seen others who deal with it for one season, then it never really pops up again. We don't really know which direction it's going to go for Sanchez, but if the Blue Jays are going to have a competitive team this year, they need him to be that. Protypical ace.
0: All right. If you want to read any and all of that, you can go to BlueJays.com and read Gregor's work. For MLB.com Extras with Gregor Chisholm, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.